guys across from us look at me and they said, you right, bro? I was like, yeah. He's like, it's going to burn coming out. Oh, oh no. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Tripping the Unknown with BDL and Garcon. As always, I'm your host, Garcon, and with me is BDL. How you do? I decided I was going to do a different accent every time, but I'm not. I'm lazy. And I like that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so what's been going on? You know, I'm just living life, trying to be the best me ever. Yeah, I think you're you're getting there. I don't think you're telling me the truth. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, speaking of being the best that we can be, did we have any updates from updates? Yeah, did we get anything wrong on previous? Oh, you mean like on the podcast? Yes. Oh, now I thought you were going to ask if I was pregnant, but no, this is just my big belly. I wasn't going to ask that. You wanted to ask. That's that says more about you than me. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, I do have some updates. I have three, actually. Oh, that means we screwed up three times. Yeah. Well, not screwed up. Maybe confirmed some things. Well, well I most likely screwed up. So, number one, which is not my screw up, <laughs> Rue McClanahan yes. is dead. I hate you. Why, why would you tell me something like that in this? She has been dead for 11 years. Not in my mind. I think I, I'm more trying to... Uh, Get square in my mind. One, that she's gone. And two, who have I been emailing? I don't know. I, it's been 10 years of bliss, and now you're telling me she's gone? Who am I talking to? So, what are, what are in these emails? Email stuff. What do you think's in the emails? I let her know I'm a Nigerian prince. So, how much money have you made from Ted well, McClanahan? It's cost me about 25 bucks, usually in uh, snacks while I'm writing, and postage stamps. You know, it's, it's going to pay off, or it would have if you hadn't told me she was dead. Posted stamps for email? Yeah, I'm old school. I still believe that the mail needs to be paid for. Was that wrong? I am a patriotic bastard. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry I brought this up. Okay, number two. Number two, you know how last week you talked about the armbands and you were doing the curls and getting it all small? Oh, bro. I was ripped the fuck up. You were. <laughs> Apparently, you and Thor have something in common. Go on. Chris Hemsworth actually uses that technique to build his arm muscles for the Thor and Avenger movies. Well, that makes sense because you saw when I was walking out of there, shit was ripped. I was I was big. I was thick, bro. That's true. <laughs> I don't know if I enjoy more the thought of me thinking that or the or that actually being the real me. Now, there are side effects 
I bet one of them's being handsome. Woo! Well, that one didn't affect you, apparently. <laughs> Jesus, you don't think that's a little far? Fine. Yeah. We like honesty on this show. <laughs> we like honesty. You said last week it's best to be honest. Damn it. Well, you could have used my loopholes against me. Well, when you listen to it over and over, you remember the things when you're editing. <laughs> Are you saying that you have a leg up because you did the editing on the last one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so so what's going on? What do you mean there's side effects? So some people experience immense pain and maybe it's immense pain because everybody looking at them is just like so swole. Man, I wish that was that you like want it so bad it just hurts. Like that pain? No, no. Actual physical pain oh. of restricting the blood flow to your extremities. Chris has decided he's not going to train like that anymore. But wait, we wait. now know. That sounds like his arm was going to fall off. That it's more common than oh. we kind of thought. Right. 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 So I want to go back to this, though, because it sounds like you're saying that the pain is caused by blood flow being restricted. Wouldn't that basically tell you your arms in the process of going to fall off? Maybe they're just really sensitive to having their extremities restricted like that you know i i can tell you right now i was sensitive off the charts after that i was like what you need i'll get it for you too much information it's exactly the right amount of information sir okay (laughs) do you remember when i mentioned that i'm terrified of jellyfish no the hell are you talking about i've never heard that in my life yeah so now i have a reason (laughs) for you had no reason before The reason is they keep attacking nuclear power plants. Eco-friendly? There's like, no. Green only, bro. No. They're planning on destroying the planet or destroying a lot of humans to make way to conquer the Earth when the giant jellyfish from space comes. Uh, I mean, I won't lie. It doesn't sound plausible or real, but, you know, I, I, could, I could feel where you're coming from. I don't know. It's, it sounds like they're eco-friendly warriors. They're just like, no nuclear power to ruin our planet, bro. So they're kind of like Captain Planet? Yes. That is what jellyfish are in my head, Captain Planet. So apparently there's these nuclear power plant that are by the sea. They suck in the ocean water Mm -hmm. to cool down the rods or whatever. (laughs) They usually- I I did laugh at that. They do put grates to catch the sea life and stuff. But when they have these big jellyfish blooms, the suction- pulls them through and they clog the the pipes and then the reactor can't cool down so they have to shut down power to the cities or they could have a meltdown i don't know maybe maybe we'll meet halfway how about that they're like giant dicks trying to destroy the world but not really they're just kind of misunderstood they're just really just trying to take care of us all by no they're trying to take care of us all all right (laughs) that was all menaces hell I, I, that was actually all I needed to be switched over on this uh, topic. Now I also am afraid because it is ominous as hell. Yeah. So, what are you what are you drinking? I'm deciding to go with the healthy straight water. No ice, no flavor, no fun. What about you? Well, I'm kind of glad you're drinking water. Actually, you care about my hydration. I appreciate that. No, no, no. I didn't want you to mix alcohols with what I brought you this week. Oh, you. Ooh. You brought treat. I brought you some Thoko Pacharan Navarro liqueur. That sounded dirty. Is it, it good? I don't know. We're going to find out. Okay. So what is this liqueur? Thoko is from That's, Spain. That is my favorite accent of yours, sir. Thoko. <laughs> it is a, produced in the Basque region of Spain. 
Okay. Basque like as, in the, before. as in the S-Q-U-E Basque? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. There's other Basques. Like Basque. Oh. Ball. Ball. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. We did that. Did that. So it's made by steeping slow berries, coffee, and vanilla. <laughs> wait. wait. Slow berries? Slow berries. As in, like, not able to go quicker? Right. <laughs> what do you mean, right? What does that mean? No. S L O. Oh, it's like a shoe. <laughs> yes, without the hump part of the H. <laughs> right. So they're like a berry that's the same family as plums and cherries. Like Ooh. In, in so does it taste like a, is it going to be like a plum or <laughs> cherry juice flavoring? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to ask there. <laughs> so are they- Actually, no, that's a. Actually, as stupid as that sounds, that's a good question. <laughs> no, it's not. Because <laughs> it's not going to have that flavor. It doesn't have that flavor. Oh, okay. So, so it's like it? a really sharp, bitter type flavor. Oh. And then it- Like my soul. That's what my kids tell me. Every time you say something like that, they're like, like my soul. It's not funny. But I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they will dry out your mouth really bad. You be- oh, is it like a dry wine? I guess, but not a wine. A berry. I don't know, man. No, the, do you mean the liqueur like a wine? Yeah. I thought you were asked if the berry was like a wine. Hi. Because it dries your mouth. No, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it it has a weird taste to it. Here, arms uh-huh. up. I, I'm proud of you for this shot glass. It's one of my favorites. It has to be because I gave it to you. Sorry. For, for those who are wondering, this little beauty of Garçon's is one of a set. At the point I purchased it for him, I did not know it'd be as politically irrelevant as it is these days. But it is the uh, presidents of Russia for, and this happens to be Mr. Gorbachev. Yep, I've got a Mikhail Gorbachev shot glass. I thought we'd bring a little pair of striker to this podcast this week. <laughs> you know what? I mean, because it's hot versus cold. Oh, that's man. I'm, I'm glad you explained that because I did, I wasn't going to get it without. Yeah. It. Okay, yeah. Oh. Mr. Gorbachev. It's just good. make it warm. <laughs> That's exactly what he meant by it. What? Uh, what? So it's a cherry berry type. Is it good? so? Is it going to be like a berry flavoring, or should I just drink it? All right, here we go. Ooh, have you ever heard of anth- absinthe? Hey, many times. I shouldn't have really even had to ask that. If I'm to be honest, I have a funny story about absinthe that might fit here because what I just drank was sweet absinthe, not like sweet as in cool, sweet as in flavor sweet. Let me see. It's a lot like absinthe. It's got a weird tang at the end of it. Can you imagine if that was in there? You imagine having tang and absinthe? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I think we just came up with our next contest. I think it's our first contest, actually. That would still be the next one. It would. (laughs) (laughs) The next one after none. Uh, uh, Well, we should have a contest to have somebody name that specific drink, and then you'll drink it on air. Yeah, I so, think that's awesome. So Tang and Absinthe. Tang and Absinthe. You come up with a name. If we like it, we'll mention it on the podcast and send you some merch. I like that idea. Yeah, so yeah. email us. Yeah, what, get us, just get it, give us some crazy-ass stuff because I want to see what you call Tang and Absinthe mix. And I also want to see what happens when Garson drinks it. Oh, well, speaking of Absinthe, I have a story. When you drink absinthe, you should have the glass and the little spoon and the sugar cube, right? That's real? Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. So there's a spoon. You put the sugar cube on it. You light the sugar cube. It melts. Are you sure this isn't part of some Bram Stoker's Dracula movie? I've crossed oceans of time to annoy you. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Yeah. So it melts the sugar into the glass Mm -hmm. and uh, they call it the Green Fairy and you drink it after that. Wait, why do they call it the Green Fairy? Because it's green and it's supposed to make you hallucinate. Um, it has some wormwood extract in it, oh, but that's a lot yeah. of horseshit. Oh, yeah, it's it's just really high concentrate of alcohol. Maybe back in the day, is <laughs> it like Coca Cola? It, it had it, yeah. it had the good stuff in it back I in the day. You. It's still illegal in some countries. Okay. Anyway, what do you know about absinthe? So yeah, you use use a glass, put the spoon and sugar, and you light the sugar. So I was at a party, and there was some absinthe there. And I offered my buddy, which is his house, some absinthe to drink. So let me, let me make you one. <laughs> wait, the wait. F- did you know how to make one before this? Y- yes. I, oh, okay. I know how to make one. Yes, <laughs> no, I made many. I was just like, yeah. did you tell him that, but you really didn't know <laughs> no. how to make it? Okay. The problem was, is I had already been a little tipsy <laughs> and realized that you can't put hot flames in a hot spoon on a red Solo cup. <laughs> you used a red Solo cup. <laughs> You need to use a glass. <laughs> I can't imagine what would go wrong here. <laughs> so so the, the spoon starts to melt the cup and it gets down. And on top of the spoon is the flaming sugar cube. Flaming sugar cube then falls into the absinthe and spills off the table. There is a fountain of fire falling <laughs> off the table onto his floor. Called it. <laughs> Luckily, it's a hardwood floor and not carpet, because I may not be alive right now. I would, yeah. It's good to so it spread everywhere, and it has such a low burn temperature mm-hmm. that I was able to put it out with a rag, and you couldn't even tell that there was oh, anything wow. on the floor. Thank God. Right. For those of you at home, please use a glass. <laughs> Don't let Garcon make your absinthe. <laughs> absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. Oh, well. <laughs> what you got? I don't know. What do you mean, what do I got? <laughs> what is this week's show about? Oh, you know, we, we I was thinking about how the change of seasons comes. Poetic and beautiful. But it is also a clash of extremes. Where you're going from hot to cold. Hey, that'd be a fun thing to do about this time of year. So we'll explore a little into the hot and the cold of extremes. So I took hot for obvious reasons. I, I don't think those are obvious. Thanks, man. <laughs> you, I owed you one. Naturally, BDL took cold. Um, it's because I'm a cool motherfucker. It's true. Because you're frigid. <laughs> Self-inflicted. Don't judge me. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> So, I, so so what did you do? What, went, what is one thing? I, we each did two things. So what's your right. first thing? My first thing was I decided to do some cryotherapy. Cryo what? Yeah, cryotherapy is where it's where cryogenically frozen, like Walt Disney. Think of it as temporary Walt Disney, but fully body. Okay, so they didn't cut your head off, not yet. Okay, good. <laughs> or is it like Demolition Man? Um, nah. No, Dr. Cocteau wants to take us to Taco Bell. <laughs> That's why it wasn't. Because that guy only comes out if I'm intoxicated. So. Or at Taco Bell. Or at Taco Bell. Weird. <laughs> He's like, welcome to Taco Bell. What can I get you? Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh, your knowledge of this is brilliant, friend. Oh, well, I guess we should start with what I'm doing with myself at the moment. I'm trying to better myself, be more of a BDO than I am. Part of that is weight loss. I've hit that, you know, that hard line when you lose some weight and then you're like, like, kind of tables off and you can't get through that level to get down low. You're plateaued. Yes. Yes. And so I'm looking into other ways that can benefit. This was suggested to me as as a way to possibly kickstart the uh, process of losing weight again. And so I decided to go do this. It was interesting. Wow. So was it cold? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was. It was brisk. We'll say that. Mostly because it was 190-something degrees below zero. Is that as cold as it gets? No. No, there was there was a couple more levels that you could have went, but I... So what were the levels? It was like, started with beginner, which obviously I, I couldn't... I couldn't do beginner. I mean, come on, people look at me. Like, who is this guy that's never done this before? He's is he a beginner? I'm like, no, no, I'm intermediate. So I went intermediate, because I don't want to be the other guy either. The Not one, the top? Yeah, I don't want to be that, that cocky guy. Like, I took it all. So I was like, no, no, I can't take it all. So what level was that called? Yeah, I was like super elite or something like that. Super experienced. When someone asks you if you're super elite, you say yes. No, 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 you don't. Because why? Your nipples will fall off. When you told her that you just wanted to do the one in the middle, she's like, okay. Unfortunately, yes. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Her response, I believe, was most people don't pick beginner. Most people will go up a level just because they feel like there's not going to be enough benefits in this lower one. And I said, well, what about the other two? Those are for pros. And I was like. Oh, so she's like, she already knew that you weren't a pro. Oh, yeah. Well, she did. How do you look at someone and know that they're not a pro at being cold more than somebody else? Because they, uh. We're doing the uh, first time intro. intro. That's the only way they would know. Uh, uh, Gotcha. Okay. It was basically a really cold closet on the inside. But on the outside, my friend, that was a sci-fi marvel. It was glowing and I'm sure there was some sort of fly-induced changing going on. It was something off of the fly. I I, I would call it that. That that would kind of freak me out. It kind of did. Because I was looking at it from a standpoint of not knowing what I'm walking into. And then just to have this big fancy door open and it just looks like an empty freezer box. I was like, what did I get myself into? And then I found out it was cold. Very cold. How cold was it? <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I, you know, I uh, wasn't sure what to wear. So you get in there naked? No, that would be catastrophic. They do provide you with some coverings for certain parts of your body. That's what you use to somewhat stay warm. You know what sense. You know, the extremities. So you like your hands? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they give you big old mittens. They give you big old socks to keep your feet warm. You're technically supposed to keep your underwear on. They have a little towel dress that they put over you. What do you mean technically? I think you know what that means. Anyway. And then they give you a bathrobe. My problem was the four bathrobes that I got to choose from. Well, way too small. Teeny tiny. You know, like Chris Farley, big guy in a little coat. Nice. So, But you kind of look like a pimp or something. Well, yes. That was kind of the feeling I had to have to walk out of the dressing room towards this machine because there's other people out there. I had to just own it. Check out the chest, bro. It was like 70s adult star style. I walk out uh, 
walk out of there and uh young lady gives me the tour of the little box that i'm looking at jumping into for three minutes at 190 something degrees below zero she gave me the choice of uh whether or not i wanted to wear the robe or not wear the robe while i was on the inside and was told that not wearing the robe would give better results and so i said heck yeah i could do it it's only 200 below who cares you know i don't need a robe so after you get in door shut seals you in you're supposed to take off your robe. And then with like 30 seconds left, you put it back on because, you know, it's kind of gross for a guy like me just like strutting around there with no robe on, right? So I say, okay, yeah, no problem. So I get in, she shuts the door, and light comes on to let me know that time to take off the robe. So there I am, standing in uh, my socks and my mittens, towel skirt. I realize after I, it was like, okay, it's time to take off this robe, but I realized that the, the box is not quite big enough. Almost got wedged. You're stuck in the closet. <laughs> yes, technically, I was stuck in the closet. I was trying to get this little robe off. Very hard to get something that's way too small off in a cramped space. And my elbows kind of got wedged. And the walls were kind of like old-fashioned ice cream machines that in the store that were like all frozen up on the sides. So the, the frost? Yeah, so the frost was like really thick on the walls. Yeah, so like in... And, you know, because I got really rough elbows, I, like, wedged in. Oh, they were kind of like ice cramp, crimps or... <laughs> That's what it felt like. So I, but, but I had the robe around my arm, so I, was, I couldn't put my arms up or down, and then I got wedged. And there I am standing in this minus 200-degree weather, not knowing what I'm going to do at this point. And then I got my arm free and took off the robe and then hung it up. <laughs> that was... It was very dramatic. <laughs> I almost died. It actually went through my head when you I was saying You get stuck it. in there and freeze to death? Well, yeah, I mean, that yeah, that obviously was, would be something like, well, this would suck to die this way. It looked like shining. <laughs> yeah. I tried to pull a face at the end, you know. <laughs> just, just, to, just to throw a little spice in at the end. But so I finally got it off, and I'm standing there, and I'm realizing, oh, my goodness, nose, mouth, face, nipples are very, very cold. So I'm doing my best to use my mittens to cover my face and my arms to cover my chest and I realize it has only been about 30 seconds and I've still got two and a half minutes and this is really cold. So they let you tap out if it's too cold? Is there like they, a button? They do. They do. Or can um, you just walk out? No, no. They have. To, I think they have to let you out, but I, I'm assuming there's probably some safety thing to let you out. But yeah, you're standing there and, and, and honestly, of course, you could do the two and a half minute one. I'm like, no, man, we're going to do the three-minute one. We're going to do it on intermediate, and we're going to show we can handle this. So in this, in this place, 30 seconds in, I'm already saying, oh, I want out. <laughs> I, and I was like, but no, I cannot because that would be embarrassing. I picked three minutes. I picked intermediate. I am going to do this. You know, naturally, you're really cold. You're going to start moving around some. And they're piping music in so that you don't have to focus on the cold. What song do they play? I don't know. But I sung it. Every word. I'm there dancing like an idiot in this little closet of frost with no clothes on, basically, and singing my lungs out, trying. I don't know. It wasn't even a conscious choice. It just started happening. I mean, it was It was like my body went. When my body goes into survival mode, I turn into a, a rave kid. You just start singing? Yes. So that kind of like sound of music. <laughs> Nazis are coming. No, no, no. Sing. No, no, that's 
Well, you, yes, yes. It's exactly like that. Then I made it halfway. I was proud of myself. I was like, you know what? There's no pro, There's no shame in giving up now. You made it halfway, bro. And then the other side of my uh, head said, uh, dude, that's only, that's only a minute and a half. That's a uh, weak sauce. I'm like, you're right. So the, I was having a discussion in my head. Actually ate up 20 seconds. Didn't even realize it. It was amazing. I'm going to start using that from now on. I just have a discussion with myself to lose time. I literally was trying to not watch the clock while only looking at the clock because there was nothing else to look at. But I made it. I made it out. So when you got out? Oh, did, yeah. Um, um, so when the uh, the uh, 30 seconds before uh, you get out, you're supposed to put your robe back on? Yeah, I couldn't get it off. Why? It, uh, it was frozen. I was frozen. And I could not move my arms enough to get into it. And so she popped the door and there I am. You know, like they, when the preppy guys put their sweater over their shoulders and tie a knot yeah. with the arms. Yeah, that's what I did with the robe. Strutted out a little bit. My gross, hairy chest. And this poor young lady who's trying not to look because that was the whole point of me putting my robe back on. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I failed. And I probably scarred that poor girl. <laughs> but I had no choice. Did you, like, shiver? Chatter? You know, I didn't. But I think that was mostly because my my mouth was covered with the mitten, so that part of my face was staying warm. Uh, I did have RT for about six hours, though, like full on, really, like painful. It was like it was like here I am. I'm like I could never get pierced. If your nipple erection lasts more than four hours, <laughs> consult a healthcare provider immediately. Take pictures. I kind of want to see it. I won't lie. There's no point in lying. I, I'm just kidding. So if you want to see him in a little closet, just go to uh, his OnlyFans page. I, nobody goes to my OnlyFans page. <laughs> one day I will actually make one, and that will change. I get out of this place, and, you know, I, I felt I felt all right. You know, it was supposed to bring your core temperature down so that your body kicks into survival mode, and you're supposed to basically tell your body to burn the fat that you've got built up. and. I've got myself a store. And so, uh, you know, and use that to keep your body warmer. I believe that's what it, it was. I was told. So, but I came oh, out. I felt all right. Uh, that's cool. Would you do it again? Uh, I don't know. I slept. So, I mean, it was the same with the pod thing. This was like times five of that. I, sl- I have not slept that hard that night. The you night might I be did. onto something then. I'm I, on. A, it's a chair. A pod, but the water. It's frozen. It's frozen. And then just, we just, just play Disney in the background. Mm-hmm. It's done. Million dollar idea right there. So, yeah, it was basically just the the sleep was the big was the one thing I see. I didn't really get the energy burst that they said that you usually get right after. Um, I didn't get any skinnier. Well, but they also did it one time. You get a- that's the point I was going to say was they tell you you have to do it multiple times to really see the benefits. They actually told me they have people that do the fro the freeze, three minute freeze, and immediately go to the red light hot one to bring their temperature back up and then do the freeze again and they do that every day. Wow. I That's did, got I, a shocker system. Yeah. I don't even know what those people look like. Can you imagine? You just all of a sudden you're just translucent because you've just evolved. You're like, where is that guy? He's like, I'm still here. Yeah, but he's not. I bet it looks like the Jack Frost on those Rudolph. <laughs> into that guy. And then he goes in the other room and turns into the guy that's like all hot, the opposite of him. 
You know who I'm talking about? <laughs> I think so. I can't remember. Yeah. So it just back and forth. I just think it'll mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest thing for me would be sleep. If I was struggling with sleep, I would probably do it again. Just, just for that one night of, oh, that was amazing. Do you think it would help with depression? I don't know. I, I would think that the depression, the if it did, it would be because you get to get out of the cold. And so now you're happy. You know what? I think who it would help greatly then. That grail night from that Indiana Jones movie? Go on. I mean, how depressed would you be if you had to live for hundreds of years to guard the Earth's most precious item and then you failed at your job? Did he fail? Well, I I guess he completed it because he 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 passed it on to the next night. So for Indiana Jones to... He was expecting Indiana Jones to replace him. Right. Boy, that didn't work out well, did it? No. So it's like, <laughs> all right, well, it's all ruined now. So you're saying it would be depressing for him to spend hundreds and thousands of years or whatever it was guarding this and then just all of a sudden your job's done and then all of a sudden it's just all ruined. Yeah. It's like, well, like, I've done that for my whole life, which was forever. What do I, my whole purpose is over. That's really depressing. See? I, see I, I understand where you're going from it. Especially now, what happens after the, all this? You know, every, we've seen what happens up to that point. We can imagine how he feels. Where does he go from there? Yeah, I don't know. Think we could ask him? Probably. I mean, how else do you get answers? You just have to ask him. He's right here. You brought him with you? I always bring him with me. He's my friend. <laughs> don't you judge me. You're friends with him also just by through me. Even you didn't even know it. I'm a vicarious friend. Yes. Of the Grail Knight. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. But if you but would he, like to know. He's here? Yes, he will. Bring him in. I do that right now. Uh, what the hell? Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I can't believe you're actually here. You're not the only one. You know, when I passed on the duty to Mr. Jones, he was supposed to set me free, but he buried And guess what? That means I'm still here. Also, 600 years old, and I am very bored. Why are you bored? I would love to live that long. You were in a cave for the 95% of it, though, by yourself. And then you get out and you have no life skills, and suddenly, why just even try? So what have you been doing all this time? When I started with a little travel, I realized I had no idea where I was going or how I was going to get there. So these newfangled things didn't make sense. So I decided I would just get a job. Doing... What? Well, my background is obviously security, so I became a night security man at a strip mall. Wow. Uh, What happened? I I couldn't break my old habits. When I would catch people stealing, I would ask them to choose, but choose wisely. And they never did. It screwed me and I got fired. I don't know why no one chose go to jail. When the other option is just take what you have and go. (laughs) They knew they broke the law. The right thing is to go to jail. 
So was it hard finding another job? Not really. The uh, place next door was uh, hiring at the moment. And as I walked by, I, I peered in and said, This is a place where I could do the Lord's work. What was that? Strip club. You seemed kind of frail. Were you able to be a bouncer? Oh, yes. I was very... Well, let's put it this way. I'm very motivated after being in a cave for hundreds of years. Do you understand what I'm saying? I peered in and saw boobies. I haven't seen those in a very long time, so I wanted to work there. What happened? I never left. I ended up spending my entire paycheck as a patron. And so I went broke and could not forward my prescription for Lil Austin and had to make some changes. And they kicked me out. I'm sorry to hear that, but I can understand. Oh, you just take this side, will you? So what are you doing now? Do you have a job? Well, for a while I decided to live on my social security, but apparently most of those years were not under that umbrella, so I didn't make enough. So I decided to instead follow my passion, my newfound enjoyed passion. What's that? I'm uh, working at the dispensary now. Your security guarded dispensary? Yes. It is a very important job. And, uh... uh are, are you... Are you lighting a joint here? I have my medical card. You can't do that here. Fine. Get the hell out of here. Son of a bitch. Uh, that was... That was different. The following is a public service announcement from your local invisible dog shelter. Hi, I'm artist Versa Dells, adult alternative contemporary folk rap singer. Every day in America, animals are cruelly handled and given no chances, none more so than the indigenous invisible dog. For too long, this brilliant, hardworking, and caring breed has been used as nothing more than trophy hunting for pet owners. The ones that win are treated well, but for everyone that wins, there are dozens who lose and are thrown away like yesterday's memories. We, as a civilized society, must put an end to this horrific abuse and save these amazing creatures. Sometimes invisible dogs die of starvation because their owners don't even know they are there. Please consider a donation to your local invisible dog shelter. Each donation is split 20 20% goes to the shelter for everyday expenses like food, medicine, and comfort items. 80% will go to make sure that invisible dogs are seen once again in the bright lights they deserve. Donate only $20 now and receive an invisible t-shirt that says, Bitches treat me like I'm invisible. Then you can wear with pride knowing that you care. Or donate only $10 and receive an invisible coffee mug with our logo on it. Don't let this tragedy continue. Won't you help them right now? Invisible coffee mug may not hold liquids. Do not wear invisible t-shirt where public nudity is unlawful. I gotta vet the guys that I uh, hang out with a little bit more, I guess. You really believe he was a grail knight? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I mean, <laughs> it all checks out. I mean, the timeline works. Exactly. You you met him at the dispensary and he told you he was a knight from the past? I see the hole you picked. If this is the way you want to go, yeah, 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 that's exactly what happened. All right, well, 
<laughs> anyway, I had. Well, well, I'm glad you had a cold experience. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a cool joke or something like that. I was hoping you would come out and say, time to chill out. <laughs> well, in my eyes, it said that as I'm strutting around, trying not to be embarrassed about my body, but I should be. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have like a tauntaun that they cut <laughs> open to <laughs> shove you in. You imagine. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> There's, that's the third room you go in you change then you freeze then they go in the tauntaun room slide you in you only get the benefits if it's an actual tauntaun so they can't like fabricate it like, yeah like that's a donkey he <laughs> was like i didn't pay for the donkey i paid for the tauntaun <laughs> You know oh. who I think should write a, a tauntaun? Who? Hamburglar. Why? Robba, robba, gabby, gabby, Never in my days did I ever think that that, what you just did, was a, ever be a thing. Hamburglar writing a tauntaun. You've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so what did you do? Well, uh, mine lasted quite a bit longer than yours. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Three minutes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was hardcore, though. I did two things that took a long time. Okay. The first one was only supposed to take 11 minutes. And how long did it take? The whole experience lasted more than 24 hours. Okay. Well, interested to hear. What was this journey you went on? Well, the first one I went on was the Hot Wing Challenge. I guess that qualifies as, as a hot extreme. Okay, okay. Tell me about this challenge. So, Colonel Troutman and I, we went to a wing place that had a... <laughs> I can't believe you call it Colonel Troutman. It is amazing, though. Colonel Troutman and I, we went to a wings restaurant that had, I was looking for, a hot wing challenge and came across one that has what is called the number 11. Okay. So, it's supposed to be really hot. It's so hot you had to take I had a to drink. Take a drink right now to cool myself down. <laughs> Just thinking about it, my mouth I, is dry. I feel like the end of this story is going to be very my worth mouth it. Mouth is dry. I think it's the fuckle. Fuckle. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's named that. It's because their mouth is like, really dry. Yeah, they just you can't hock a loogie, and that's the sound you make. <laughs> it's called eleven. So you had to eat eleven wings mm -hmm. in eleven minutes. Okay. Which I thought would be no problem. You know me, I have an iron gut, right? No, I didn't know that. You knew that. All right, maybe I, yeah, I, I, I had eat. an idea. Okay, fine. I mean, we go to gas stations <laughs> right before close and get all their free burnt shit, <laughs> take it camping. It was economically correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're throwing it out. You can have it all for a quarter. It's like, yes, we will. Profit for us. Guy brings it out. He's like, here's the rules. You have 11 minutes to eat these. You have to eat all 11. You cannot have any dipping sauces to cool it down. Nope. And you have to wear these gloves. Wait a minute. You got to wear gloves? I had to wear gloves. It's not okay for it to touch your fingers, but it's fine to shove down your throat? Apparently. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. If I, if I win, I get a t-shirt. Sweet. And a $25 gift card so I could do this experience all over again for free. 
You win a chance to do it again. No, I'm kidding. You, oh. win, a, you win a gift card <laughs> to the place oh, so I could do it again for free. I was like, that's genius. <laughs> you survived. You get to come back and try again. <laughs> I get the first one and it's hot. I immediately start to hiccup. I put it in my mouth. Like, <laughs> I haven't even chewed the first one. That's how hot it is. So I get it down. I'm going. Do you just get numb at some point? He uh, Let me step back. He said, once you hit six, it's not going to matter anymore. That's the good news. Six is the number where it starts where you don't. It just doesn't register as hotter than that. Yeah. It's your, you've heat, I didn't hit your know peak that was, and then that's. I've never even it. thought about it that way. You think yeah. about that. There's a there's just a level of where your mouth just says, eh, it doesn't matter. Well, like when you're outside and it's 105 between and 108, you're not, you don't really. That's not what I was saying. Oh. <laughs> I get one down and it's burning. It's burning the back of my throat like, it, like I drank some Drano or something. That sounds delicious. Yeah. And ate the second one. I'm on number three, and I start a conversation, which I shouldn't have. Who the hell are you just going to start talking to? Well, no, no, Colonel Troutman has asked me how hot it was. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And instead of just, just focusing on and hurrying and getting it them down, I stopped and tried to tell him how hot it was, but I couldn't even describe the pain I was feeling. It and sounds, then that, sounds amazing. that pausing let it just really burn. So if I would have continued just constant oh my god i wouldn't have really felt i was still hot but not the pain is after i stopped oh, not to skip to the end but i mean what do you do in this done so i get to four <laughs> you're like you don't get to know to the end sir <laughs> well luckily you do because i have to stop at four i have to tap out oh you tapped out at four i tapped out at four i'm a wuss this is your 30-second sports update with Chaz Varner. Tempers flared at the Invisible Dog Show, sponsored by Zool Patterson, attorney at law. This as the event entered its final day of competition. Judging had been suspect from the start, and the crowd didn't seem to agree with the scores throughout the afternoon. The dog owners became hostile at each other, as they all seemingly believed their dog was the obvious winner. Ultimately, the contest was put on hold, then canceled when altercations began and one judge was bitten, causing deep psychological wounds. The event has not been rescheduled. This has been your 30-second sports update with me, Chaz Varno. I thought you finished it. No, I did not finish it. I tapped out. I don't even feel bad about the other side then. You tapped out of four. You should feel bad about the other side. No, I don't. I did. I don't know. (laughs) Guys across from us look at me and they said, you were right, bro? I was like, yeah. He's like, it's going to burn coming out. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and there is this other family, the table next to them, and i crying and stuff, and I'm throwing away my stuff, the, the trash cans by their table. He's like, I think after you do that. He's like, you- are you going to be okay? I've done dumber things. <laughs> it's true. You have. But I, I guess my question is, is I feel like if the, somebody wills themselves through that and does that to themselves just for, I guess, the amusement of the employees, because really what other thing is there, they should at least have cleaned the table for you. <laughs> you would think so. I, I would think so. I think he's going to die. We'll just, uh, we'll take care of that. Don't worry about it. Why well, isn't that a thing? Yeah. So <laughs> you're like, I don't want to talk about this. Shut up. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get in the car. The hiccups have finally stopped. Oh, so you were hiccuping that whole yeah, time? Yeah, I was hiccuping, and then I was talking, and it stopped, and I was taking out, and then it, st- it stopped. I was like, hey, let's go get a milkshake, because I think that would really help my throat, because it really, really burned. Is there anything that you can describe that feels the same? Because I've had hot stuff, but I don't know. I, I guarantee you I haven't had anything as hot as what you just had. Is it, it, is it like having a... It's like a chemical burn. But on the inside. But on the inside. That, that kind of sucks. <laughs> start driving and i kind of felt a little pain where you you where you have that oh. ulcer that ulcer right like right between your sternum and your belly button that's where the guy from the alien pops out right yeah i was afraid that was gonna happen <laughs> and it hurt just a little bit and i was like i think i gave myself an ulcer is that possible can you can you eat something and give yourself an ulcer like that well i think maybe you could burn your stomach and well i, I don't know that I'm sure we'll be updating this one later on, won't we? So I have a milkshake, and it immediately calms the back of my throat down. So like, like the burning to... is stopped. Oh, it stopped the burning completely. Yeah, I mean, wow. it hurt a little bit, but it finally cut that out. Felt a lot better. I had to run an errand real quick. I was in the parking lot of the store, and I felt like I was getting the dry heaps because that pain was immense. It was like someone stabbing me with a screwdriver. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, it was probably the worst stomach pain I've ever felt. Well, this just keeps getting more. I want to try it right away. (laughs) And I get home and I sit in the recliner and my stomach is just on fire. I drink some milk of magnesia. Yeah. Amnesia. (laughs) Milk of amnesia. Some nights it is. Drink too much. Yes. I could feel it moving down my body. Like like migrating? Like it's like yes. crawling so through your body? The the acids are being digested and I can feel it move. <laughs> and it's not the alien thing? No. No, I hope not. Because <laughs> I just had this sudden urge to pee. Just bam. To pee? To pee. What the hell is this thing doing to your body? <laughs> Start in the bathroom. Start taking a piss and it's like it's on fire. No kidding. Yeah. Like that fast? Yeah, probably an hour. Wow. Nice flex on your uh, abdominal abilities. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. It took me an hour. What's wrong with you guys? Anyway. I think my body was like, evacuate immediately. <laughs> it was like, this like, is not this, a drift. <laughs> I was going to say. It was like I had a UTI. Like severe, like severe. Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, sounds enjoyable. After that, I felt okay. So I just like the speed, pain stopped. Like like your body just said out, and b- just basically got it out of you as soon as possible. So I thought. <laughs> Do so, go on. So before I go on, I need to tell you a little something about my butthole. <laughs> Who starts a conversation <laughs> like that? <laughs> I don't think you really need to talk about <laughs> No, I, I kind of do. Okay. My butthole is a combination of three people. How do you know this? <laughs> I mean, where do you go to where do you go to find out this information? So my butthole is a combination of three people. An over enthusiastic food blogger that has to tell you about Everything they've ever eaten, good or bad, 
at the most inopportune time. And those annoying bastards in the mall that spray you with like perfume without your consent. <laughs> have you ever had that happen? No, but it sounds like you have. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? You could stop the story right now because I know what the next step is. First you're getting sprayed, then you're getting rubbed. Next thing you know, Garcon is stuck under a kiosk. That's what happens. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, it didn't go that far. Okay. No. Good. Good. So, so we have the over-enthusiastic food blogger, the combination of the bastard that sprays you with perfume. No, you think I'm catching a pattern? Go ahead. And Bane. The Batman guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did so it's like when you first start dating someone new and you go to her house to pick her up and she's like, I'll just meet you outside, come to the car. You're really nervous because you really like her. You know, you want this date to go smoothly, right? Sure. And then it starts. You get this stomach cramp and like this gurgling sound. Like, um, What kind of dates do you have? Just normal ones. Okay. <laughs> No, so like <laughs> you get nervous. So if you put that noise from that comes from me through Google Translate, oh, someone new. <laughs> Excellent. I can't wait to tell her about the breakfast we had. Fudians dipped in gas station nacho cheese. Oh, those are good. Such a great flavor profile. <laughs> Notes of garlic, chemicals, and self-loading depression. <laughs> Words alone do not do this meal justice. Garçon, she needs a sample. She needs to at least enjoy the aroma. <laughs> like, her hand is like reaching for the car door. Like, look, butthole. I will make you a deal. I'm listening. If you don't tell her... About the scrumptious meal we shared this morning, and if she decides to marry me someday, I will let you tell her about every meal we have together. I feel like that's a honorable contract to have. And to be honest, as time goes by, you'll probably talk to her more than I will. <laughs> Pinky swear. <laughs> wait, wait, what? No, I... Thing. I'm not sticking my pinky finger on my ass. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Would you have to take me to Arby's after your pathetic date? Well, boy, boy. Deal. Um, uh, we we have to we have to talk about a couple of things, Watch Butthole. No, we don't. <laughs> I just told you everything you need to know about my butthole. We've discussed this long enough, my sir. My butthole's evil. I, I yes, and, uh, and it, very entertaining. You know, <laughs> there's a reason why I disgusted you all for the last five minutes, and I will get to that point. I don't think you will, but go ahead. That was the first adventure, and I'm doing mine both together because I made a terrible decision. <laughs> a terrible, terrible decision. Go on. I decided as the other part of my hot challenge was to do hot yoga. There's, there's no way this could go bad. No way. So hot yoga is yoga, <laughs> but in a heated room, about around 100 or so degrees. All right. I'm a big dude. Big dude doing yoga looks funny. Big dude doing yoga in a 110 degree room is even more funny. 
Mm. Maybe more wet. Uh, yeah, well, more wet. <laughs> <laughs> I get in the room, we put out our mats, and I start to have that feeling like when you go to church. <laughs> I don't think we have the same feelings about going to church. Well, when you when I get there, I was like, this is taking forever, and I shouldn't oh, be Oh, so you get a little anxious. Yeah, I'm getting anxious. It's like, I don't, I don't belong here. It's full of these... Beautiful sculpted people that are very limber. Oh, and I see what you can you're do everything. And I'm a big dude. We're doing the poses, and I'm doing okay. But I can tell the instructor is worried about me. She's very kind and just wanted to help me do it correctly. So she'd come up and she'd push on my shoulders one way or hold on my sides and kind of tilt my body in the right position. You were her personal claymation. I was. So I was kind of her attention for quite a few. She came back like three or four times. Why? You want to know why? Because you were hot. That's right. I was hot. (laughs) I was so hot (laughs) that my mat was just drenched in sweat. (laughs) It's your Gosson Snell trail. I also feel like a weirdo because I'm trying to do it right. I'm trying to put actual good effort into this. And they're very limber people. And I feel like me looking at them, trying to figure out what to do, I felt like a creeper. (laughs) You're like, why are you looking at me? Right. So I was like, look up and avert my eyes and look up. So even look more creepy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So about the fourth time she moves me, I can hear it. (laughs) <laughs> is this the stomach or the bane this wasn't part of the deal <laughs> what the fire rises and i start getting the stomach cramps and i don't want to blow ass i i feel like you could have just used the pun this will be painful <laughs> for you <laughs> for you like no 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 you were evil necessary evil <laughs> If you, if you want to. So I dug deep. <laughs> I dug way deep. And I called Morgan Freeman. Wait, what? I had to, I had to be, I had to dig down and be Batman. Call oh, Morgan no. Freeman for help. <laughs> I just thought that was a random reference. I was, <laughs> you know who I need? Morgan Freeman. You know, like that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I was able to fight off Bane. And thank God the class ended, and then I forgot I had to get some groceries, so I stopped by Trader Joe's, and I crop dusted about 15 customers. I felt like I was dropping napalm (laughs) in our apocalypse now. I could hear the Creedence Clearwater revival in the background. And then that really sad music from Platoon was playing. <laughs> and they like slow motion fall to the ground. And then I leave with my hummus. At least you got your hummus. You always have to get hummus after you do <laughs> yoga, right? Is that part of, is that a, is that a contractual thing? You're not. Like, you're like, I just, like, it, it I just assumed. <laughs> so that is my adventure so right now i think hot versus cold hot is pretty much in the lead i don't know you like went and did an activity and then you went and did extreme food and i'm like i already got the activity almost lost my nipples for it feel like that's pretty strong and so i said all right i'll do a food challenge 
what's cold? What's a cold challenge? So I went out, went and tried uh, to do that ice cream where they, they mix it and freeze it right there, right in front of you. And they're using some sort of, I don't know, frozen gas. So, so wait, I contorted my body in pain for an hour and a half while you went and I had hot yoga, you had frozen yogurt? Well, I would have, but that place was closed. And so we went across the street to the other frozen yogurt place. So, yeah. So, wait, you were saying that it used a gas? Well, it would have. But what, like, the other place didn't have that. Nitro? I, I don't know. It just, it just makes it cold. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. So, what was the place called? It was called uh, Sub Zero. Here's your Sub Zero. Now, just plain zero. Because they were closed. <laughs> And they were like permanent closed. I, I don't know what happened. So I went across the street. We had we had uh, frozen yogurt over there. Me and my kids. Fun time. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't see a problem. All right. Well, I guess we didn't have to be. That's a good story. Hey, I was going to say, you know what? No one told you you had to kill yourself. You just have to try new stuff. That's the way it works. And you weren't able to try your new stuff because it was made in a certain way. Well, I mean, you technically, had, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. You've had ice cream before, frozen yogurt before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see that. I'll, I'll let it, I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> well, I don't really have another option for you. So, <laughs> so what we learned today that you are capable of chemical warfare. I am, and that you are a true friend, but still with chemical warfare capabilities. I am. That's what I learned. What did you learn? I learned that you can keep your nipples hard for six hours. That's impressive. (laughs) It hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Don't forget to press that subscribe button. Download our episodes. I think we got something cool planned for you next week. You're just going to have to tune in and see. Yeah, we're not going to spoil it. No. No, screw that. No spoilers here. Ain't nobody getting paid on spoilers. Nope. (laughs) No. All right. All right. Well, bye. Bye.